It's time for David Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast in color. Hey everybody, my name is Dave and this is my partner Darren and you're about to hear some of what we got done on our morning show, which you're going to hear over at Planet 93.9. Live. You can also listen, I guess, on the app if you really want to get the full experience. The entire morning show, at least mm. the, the the part we do from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m., mm-hmm. that's available on our app if you want to listen to the show in real time. What this is, is a condensed top five things that we got done on the show. And it's brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, Tech Drive in Milan, and West Main Street in Galesburg. Nature's Treatment offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, and edibles, recreational Waiting lists are available. You can reserve your time at ntillinois.com. And uh, if you'd like to become a patron of the podcast, where you're going to have access to everything we've ever done, over a thousand podcasts, you can become one today. All you have to do is uh, go to nachoradio.com. We're closer to 1,100 than we are 1,000. It's true. It's, uh, it's, I think I saw it the other day. Is it like 1,084? Is that right? Sheesh. Weird. And there's also patron-only shows as well. Right. That's you gotta So keep, we're keep over. We're actually over 1,100. Mm, I don't think we are. No? No. Hmm. Look, the important thing is we're glad you're here. We want to thank you for downloading and subscribing. And hopefully you'll enjoy today's episode, which begins with number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Oh, we haven't had a Florida story in a couple of episodes. I was starting to wonder if everybody had come to their senses down there. No chance. (laughs) Deltona, Florida. 22-year-old woman is in custody after deputies say she attacked a customer while working at a Wendy's. Okay, in Deltona. Deltona, Florida. I thought you said we were going to to Daytona. Deltona. What is this Deltona you, you speak of? It's generic Daytona. It's like it's like when well, you get Dr. Thunder instead of Dr. Pepper. What is this Deltona Beach you speak of? <laughs> Deltona is in the center of Florida. It's oh, located uh, land, a landlocked. Well, it's on the the shore of Lake Monroe down there in uh, well, Volusia County, so that's not too far from Daytona. Deltona, Florida. That's the same county as Daytona, this, but it's more inland. Yeah. This is our spring break. Well, I got a good deal. <laughs> it's part of the Deltona, Daytona Beach, Ormond Beach uh, metro area. Where are all the co-eds at? <laughs> They're not in Deltona. <laughs> I can promise you that. So this woman, 22 years old, Julia Martin, the manager... At Wendy's. That's a mistake to have a 22-year-old be the manager of your Wendy's. They don't, uh, the, the young people, they're, that's too much responsibility. Yeah, call me a climber. <laughs> Monday night, she was the manager there at the Wendy's when deputies were called to the restaurant for a burglary call. Dispatchers also, though, reporting a fight at the Wendy's. Deputies met the victim in a vehicle in the parking lot of the Wendy's, where he told authorities that he was trying to place an order when this manager physically assaulted him. According to the incident report, this guy pulls up to the drive-thru and says, I'll take three double cheeseburgers. 
An employee says, will you please pull up to this parking spot as we prepare your order? Uh-huh. When the victim asked why he needed to move, he told deputies that the employees gave him a smart-ass answer. When the victim asked to speak to the manager, the manager was like, how about I just beat the hell out of you? How about that? Not today. Not today. I don't know why I should have to move to a parking spot. Oh, my God. Just move. Why do I have to move? Get my hamburgers ready. I'm not going to move. I'll sit right here because I'm a big, important guy. I want three double cheeseburgers, and I'm not moving for nothing. I want to talk to a manager. Can we just all of us agree that talking to a manager is just not something anyone needs to do anymore? The Karens have taken that club out of our bags. There's no more talking to the manager. Either do what they tell you to do or leave. Go away. I want to speak to the manager. Do you? I'm glad this woman beat this guy up. You know what? I'm going to send money to Florida for this woman to get out of jail. What are you doing? Deputies who spoke with two employees who handled the victim's food order say when they asked him to move forward, he questioned it. Why do I have to move forward? And they responded by saying, you need to move forward so we can make your food. The victim retorted by saying, quote, are you saying this is my fault? (laughs) The woman working the drive-thru then told him no, they just needed him to pull forward. The manager overheard the conversation and said she would take care of delivering his order personally. So this guy did park in a spot and wait for his order. Martin brought it out to him a few minutes later, and as she approached the car, this guy started to explain the situation and what he deemed to be inconvenient service. Let me guess. You want this for free. Uh, I bet you're right. I don't see why I should have to wait here. I want a a discount. This is what you're going to get for Mm -hmm. free. You're going to get a beating. Listen, you're going to have to pay for the three double cheeseburgers, but the two knuckle sandwiches are gratis. Authorities say the man reported that the manager, Martin, was less than pleasant and disregarded his concerns, prompting him to threaten to call the Wendy's Corporation to report his dissatisfaction. I'll go all the way to the corporation. I hope this guy got the ass-beating of a lifetime. I've I've never been more on board. After the beating, uh, (laughs) after... After the beating. I'll sing you to sleep. After the beating. Uh, would you like your hamburger sandwiches? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want them. Yes, I want them. <laughs> Give me them. At the time, Martin handed the victim his order, and according to the incident report, the two exchanged a few words. Before Martin, the manager, struck the man through his open vehicle window. The report reads here that the man was punched multiple times and scratched on the face, neck, and chest. During the confrontation, his gold chain, which is valued at $500, broke off. And a Miami Dolphins charm had fallen in between the seats of a car. Go Dolphins! I like the Dolphins, and I don't want to wait for burgers or nothing! Deputies say the victim kept the keys and refused to give them back to Martin until law enforcement arrived uh, because she had keys in her hand while she was punching him. And then she took the keys, 
that must have been for the restaurant and threw the keys at this guy's face. Oh, boy. And then she's like, give me those keys back. No, these keys are mine now until the cops show up. After speaking with Martin, the Wendy's manager told the law enforcement that she never struck the guy and that she had keys in her hand because she had to go lock up the manager's office as she stepped outside to deliver his order. She said the customer grabbed the keys from her hand after complaining about the employee at the drive through window, insulting both the employee and Martin with derogatory comments. Deputy saying that her account of the incident changed a bunch of times. And the customer did have visible but minor injuries to his face and neck. In a 911 call, uh, Martin, the manager here at the Wendy's, she says that the customer swung at her first. He got mad as he was talking and he said, expletive you and he shoved me, she said. She says, I'm the manager. I went out there to give him his food, and he said he had an issue with somebody in the window, so he took the food from me, and then he pushed me, and I had keys in my hand because my office is locked, and then he took the keys from me, and now he won't give them back. Well, the deputies determined that she had battered the customer. She got taken to the county jail, but has been released on her own recognizance. Now, I know the question you have is, did he end up eating the hamburger sandwiches? Did he eat those those double cheeseburgers? It's not in the report. Just eating them there. This all goes away with a free frosty. (laughs) Stop. Stop with the talk to the manager and stop threatening to call the corporate office. If you're not pleased with your service somewhere, just leave. Don't give them your money and don't go back. This is the corporate office. How may I help you? Can you? What kind of a nightmare do you think that is for a job? To be the person at the 800 number for like a fast food company and just have to deal with all these people calling to complain. Well, unless My French the, fries weren't French enough. Unless, <laughs> unless you know that the answer is going to be nothing's going to happen. <laughs> here, here. I will be. I'll take your complaint. I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. And the final result is uh, nothing will happen. Uh, this is why you don't want me on the call. I'll be the customer service person for Wendy's. Go ahead and call and make a complaint, Darren. Hello, uh, and Wendy's. Have it your way, or what? What is it? That, what is their slogan? Welcome to Wendy's. Hot and juicy. I'm loving it. Uh, how can I help you today? I had to move my car. When I was in the drive-thru. <laughs> Did you? You went to Wendy's, sir. I sir, did. you went to Wendy's. I went what to were you expecting, sir? I wanted satisfaction. No. <laughs> Cram it. <laughs> Lose this number. This all goes away with a free Frosty. You're not getting, you're not getting nothing, <laughs> buddy. How about free fries? Small. <laughs> small ones. <laughs> I want small fries. <laughs> This all goes away with a free frosty. (laughs) Meanwhile, in Oklahoma, a man learned that it's illegal to drive naked. He was apprehended for doing so at a Taco Bell drive-thru. He reportedly asked the workers for extra sauce and an extra taco while not wearing any clothes. Could you put some sauce on it? What is this, Scott Shannon? Wanted extra sauce, drove up to the Taco Bell drive-thru. This is 9 o'clock on Saturday night. 
Is there any chance I could get a uh, extra free taco? Because I don't have pants on. I'm not wearing pants. Free taco for that? Authorities responded to this call. Now, this is in Oklahoma. Nine o'clock on Saturday night, they got a call about a naked man at the Taco Bell drive-thru. According to police reports in this case, 61-year-old Christopher Sale was naked in his vehicle when he ordered his food and paid for it. After paying, however, Sale reportedly requested an extra taco from the workers. What do you think of that? He reportedly stayed in the drive-thru and just kept asking for additional items. Can I get some sauce packets, he said. Then he wanted extra napkins. Can I get some pants? At one point, he left the drive-thru only to return... To circle back around. <laughs> yes! To ask for additional packets of taco sauce. When authorities arrived and detained this idiot, he uh, claimed that his clothes were in the washer and that he was unaware it was illegal to drive naked. <laughs> Boy, just so much easier to just take your food and go home. I would like an extra taco, if you know what I mean. No? All right, I'll be back. How about a Mexican pizza? See, in a perfect world, Julia Martin will be the manager of this Oklahoma Taco Bell. And the next time old nudie sauce pants shows up, she can smack this guy around too. Although maybe that's what he's going for. I don't know how you do it. I don't don't know how. I don't know how you do it. Can I get some extra sauce, please? This is the Taco Bell corporate office. <laughs> Nothing will happen. Two. 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 If I were to say to you in the Quad Cities, take me to the most beautiful fountain in town, where would you take me? Where's a really good fountain in this town? Pete Fountain. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Pete Fountain? Is that a person? Isn't that a guy? I don't know the reference. I think he's... Uh, uh, what's he play? The oboe? Something? Okay. No, was he? Uh... I'm not familiar with a lot of oboe players. What's I he... forgot about your passion some for the of, oboe. Some sort of what is it? He's a, <laughs> a, a, a woodwind player. What is? I don't. I don't know. I don't know who Pete Fountain is. Clarinet? Uh-huh. Is that what it is? The Schwiebert Park has a pretty decent fountain. They got that spray park, right? But like. I think if we were to say, like, the best fountain in town, and, and feel free to text us and if you've got a better answer than what I'm about to give you. There's the uh, retirement force, community, the fountains. Right. That's a retirement community. But I'm talking about civic, you know, fountains. Is there one that I'm missing? Well, the, I think the best fountain in the Quad Cities, and again, 470-23-NACHO, if you can think of a better fountain, uh, Vanderveer Park has a really big fountain that lights up and that does little shows. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's worth checking out. I would say the Vanderveer Park fountain is probably the greatest fountain when in all of the When does it do the show? Oh, they do it all throughout the day. Oh. And at night, lights up different colors, and they do different... There's different shows. If you hang out of that fountain long enough, you'll see it do different tricks. It's like the Bellagio. It's kind of like the Bellagio. Sort of like the Bellagio. On a much smaller scale, uh-huh. there's not music. It's not like you have to bring your own music. I got it right up here. The music's in you. The music in my mind. Mm-hmm. We could do with more nice fountains in this town. Okay. That's uh, that, those are my two cents. Why don't we have a nice, nice fountain somewhere? Like a big fountain. So your plan of action is to mm-hmm. close the beaches and 
Let's get more fountains. Now, I could be wrong, but I thought I saw on the plans for one of the big marinas, something they want to do in downtown Davenport is to have a giant fountain be part of something like that's right on the river. Cool. Like maybe the fountain is even in the river, just constantly shooting river oh, water into the air. That's that is, that's going to be that's uh, boss. a health risk for crying out loud. Old muddy. There's a story from Belgium here where they were doing some renovations on an ornate fountain. This is in Verviers which I don't have to tell you is in the eastern part of Belgium. Duh. They're doing some renovations on this fountain, and they find something where they're like, what, what is this? Uh, they, they open it up, uh, this box that is in the fountain, and inside the box, Darren, is the heart of the city's first mayor. Intentionally? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know that you trip and fall and have your organ go in a fountain. Not your heart. This organ was sealed in a jar of alcohol inside a small zinc casket, and they discovered it while they were doing renovations on the fountain. But that's what he wanted. Mayor Pierre David died in 1839. The fountain named after him was inaugurated in 1883. So, <laughs> that's yeah, a while. Been there. An engraving on the casket says it was placed in the monument in 1883. The heart of Pierre David was solemnly placed in the monument on the 25th of June, 1883. And then they've got this kind of buried inside the fountain. Our fountain has heart. I guess there was an urban legend that this guy's heart was in the fountain. And it's true. And yeah. It's true. Right near the bust of Pierre David, the first mayor of the town, behind a stone, which they removed during the renovation of this fountain, they found this dude's heart in a box. They say that it was in really impeccable condition, by the way. Heart-shaped box. Well, it's not in the shape of a heart. It's just a box-shaped box with a heart in it. Mayor Pierre David died as a result of a fall. He was working in his hayloft in 1839. Don't do it. Haylofts are the worst. Died at the age of 68. City authorities launched a collection fund for a monument to honor him. And with his family's consent, surgeons removed his heart so that it could someday be put in the monument. It took decades for them to scrape up the money to build this fountain for him. But they got it done. <laughs> Can you imagine? Take my heart out of my body, put it in a box, and then bury it in a fountain. I've got some work to do in the hayloft. Don't do it. <laughs> Talk me out of it. You going? Always. Because there's always a pitchfork <laughs> underneath you that you forgot about. <laughs> there's always a pitchfork in the hay bale that you didn't know is there. Always. Right? I'm going to check it for diseases. There's just one thing I want you to do. What's, What's that? that? Talk me out of it. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is a complicated dude, this Pierre David. He's a complicated man. <laughs> no one understands him but, but his, his woman. woman. Mrs. Pierre David. <laughs> he was the first mayor of Viviers from 1800 to 1808. But that's the that's the pitch line. Our fountain's got heart. <laughs> you want me to be Santa Claus. 
when he was the mayor, Belgium was still ruled by France. Ever heard of it? Later, Belgium would uh, declare their independence. Belgium's independence resulted from a revolution against Dutch rule in 1830. Gotta love the Dutch. And in that year, Pierre David was elected to serve as mayor again. He is remembered for having founded the fire service in 1802, which I guess was a big deal at the time. The town was badly damaged in an uprising in 1830, and they gave this guy the task of restoring order to the city. He was widely respected, and they made it happen. And then he died in a hayloft accident. Always. They cut out his heart Every time. and buried it in a fountain. Here's Pete Fountain. Okay, how do you know who Pete Fountain is? Famous clarinet player. That's a weird thing for you to know. I'm I'm there's jealous. A, there's a young Pete Fountain uh-huh. and then an older Pete Fountain. So how is it that he came into your life that you would know who Pete Fountain is? I think he used to show up on... Did he show up on The Tonight Show from time to time? Hey, Pete Fountain. Pete Fountain is here to play the, the jazz clarinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I have to confess I'm not familiar with this guy. I, w- I've, I would have swore that... I'm you, not as into Dixieland as you are, though. You would have... You would have known Mr. Pete Fountain. No, I, I I appreciate learning something, man. That's great. I'm going to spend some time after the show getting to know his music. You're going to like it. Number three. 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 Dancing with the Stars just revealed their lineup for the 2020 season. Do I know any of them? Uh, you might know a couple of them. Uh, I think it's interesting that they're having to go to Netflix stars to be on Dancing with the Stars. Because okay, but that's still, that's better than a, a, a TikTok star. Yes. You'll know some of these names. Uh, well, the, the one that is getting the most heat is Carol Baskin. Oh. Carol Baskin, uh, hello all you kittens and cats from Tiger King. Is that safe for her to do that? Why wouldn't it be safe for well, her to do that? Th- then they'll know where she is. <laughs> Uh, rapper Nelly is on the uh, cast of Dancing with the Stars. What do you think she'll dance to? Oh, some sort of stray cat strut from the... Uh, yeah, Survivor. Oh, Eye of the Tiger. Of course that's what she'll do. She'll come out to Eye of the Tiger. I wish you could wager on that at the... Maybe you can. Well, you know, William Hill, that's my. Uh, that's where I do my wagering. They, oh, yeah. They're famous for taking wagers on just about anything kinds of prop bets huh that's not a bad a prop bet that her carol baskin's first dance will be to survivor's eye of the tiger it has to be that it couldn't be anything else right there's a buck owens song i got a tiger by the tail what other tiger songs are there there's tiger tiger from um seven and the uh, ragged tiger oh well okay <laughs> Kind of a deep cut. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a deep cut. All of her tunes are going to be Tiger related. They have to be, right? I say all of her tunes. She's clearly going to be the first one kicked off. Right? And then who did you say also? Here's the rest of the cast. Uh, you got n- rapper oh, Nelly. Nelly. Yeah. You got Carol Baskin from Tiger King. You've got Justina Machado, who's the star of One Day at a Time, which used to be on Netflix. I think it's being brought back on. Is that a reboot? Yeah. It's getting really good reviews. I haven't watched it, but people people say that's a pretty good sitcom to watch. Uh, Here's the rest of the lineup. 
AJ McLean, who was one of the Backstreet Boys. Gotcha. I guess he still is. Monica Aldama, who is a head coach on a Netflix show that's a reality show called Cheer. It's all about cheerleaders. Not cheers. No, that's also on Netflix, though. Uh, Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette. Olympic figure skater Johnny Weir on the cast. Now you're talking. Super Bowl champion Vernon Davis. Uh, Disney Channel star Sky Jackson. The host of MTV's Catfish show, Nev Shulman. NBA player Charles Oakley. Actress Anne Heche. Uh, Jeannie Mai, who it says here is the host of a show called The Real. And Selling Sunset real estate agent, Chriselle Stoussey. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good lineup. I mean, you know who some of those are. Now, the host is no longer going to be Tom Bergeron. It's oh. going to be Tyra Banks. See, now, I thought it would have been a good idea to have him as one of the dancers. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to turn the tables on you people. <laughs> Did you see that coming? The new season of Dancing with the Stars will premiere on Monday, September the 14th. That'll be at 7 o'clock on Channel 8, WQAD. Carol Baskin, who who may or may not have killed her husband, by the way. Like, that's a big part of why she's famous, right? She does this tiger re- rescue. But also, when you watch that show, there's a real good chance she murdered her husband. Well, don't and we're going to have her dancing for our amusement. Yeah, now they're going to know where she's at. <laughs> you mean the people that want to... I don't think she's in any danger Oh, anymore. okay, well, that's good. Somebody texting in the lion sleeps tonight would be one that she could do. Uh, here's another one. She could dance to Katy Perry's roar. Okay, I don't hate that. But clearly, it's going to be Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. That's, uh, this is, for it to be any other song is a missed opportunity. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars, I'm sure. There's the, uh, there's the uh, 70s classic uh, Tiger Feet by the band Mud. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were tiger feet. They were a sensation back in the seventies. British sensation. So they were big over there, but not over here. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, uh, there's a song by the killers called neon tiger. I'm told. Yeah, of course. I remember that one. That wouldn't be bad. T-Rex does a song called tame my tiger. That would be pretty daring of her to come out and do a T-Rex number. Right. Okay, I, I don't. We just don't think she's going to be there that many weeks. I just can't. I mean, if see you're going it. up against, you know. Well, listen. Who do I think is a better dancer? Somebody who's a head coach for a cheerleading program, an ice skater, or, or an ice skater, or Carol Basket, who again is famous because she may have killed her husband. Well, that's OJ's opinion anyway. OJ is certain that she and, killed her uh, husband. What else, though, does he say? Truth be told, uh, played pretty well. Four. 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 You are no doubt aware that there is a coin shortage going on in these United States right now, thanks to the COVID-19, the global health crisis. 
Yes. And there have been shortages of other things. Toilet paper, famously. Uh, what was it last week? Everyone was freaking out that there wasn't going to be enough Dr. Dr. Pepper to... Uh, I, although having said that, yeah. having said that, we did we did deal after the the storm, yeah, um, with places that were only taking cash mm-hmm. because their systems were down, right? And um, so much commerce takes place over the internet that you could only buy things with cash, yeah, yeah. So, but I all I, of their registers. And I whatnot. saw this. Uh, there's this. There's this restaurant. I'm not going to mention wh- who it is, but it, it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But they recently have had moments where they can only take cash. Yeah. Which, okay, that's understandable enough. But the other day, because and the other day I, I went there, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any cash on me, so I had to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But then I drove past it again, and they had a huge long line. Mm-hmm. Except you don't find out. They don't. They're only taking cash until you get like right up on top of them. Oh no! So I'm thinking you really need up on the on the marquee. Yeah, right. The, the billboard. Yeah, that's where you need to put cash only. Right. Not not when you well, get up to the drive-through. I would wager that there's probably you're being told because we deal with this when you're having internet problems. It should be fixed any minute. No, now. I get it. Right, so you don't want to put a sign on the on the marquee. If I were running the place, I wouldn't put a sign on the marquee saying no cash because then people would assume that's the case forever. Well, I mean, I would get it down as soon as, but yeah. you've got, but you've got a lot of people that I'm sure mm-hmm. that they, you know, with the line as long as it was, yeah, because it's not a super fast food place, right? That it, you could very well have been in line for easily 15 minutes or more oh no before you find out what do you mean cash only well there's another shortage that i don't think is getting the attention that coins are getting or dr pepper or toilet paper and that's because this is something that is a shortage of of something that i hope none of us are using or none of us need but there is a shortage nonetheless and keystone I'm referring to, is there a Keystone shortage? Keystone light shortage. Is there it's really? A, yeah, yeah. Because people that, uh, you know, that might not have the revenue, the work that mm-hmm. they typically have mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. that are typically used to drinking something else, mm-hmm. are like, I'm going to have to. You just drink water then. I'm scaling down to, <laughs> I'm scaling down to Keystone light. And uh, yeah, it impinges on some of us. <laughs> Well, with the past seven months, we are now facing a crucial resource. And the thing is, this is a resource that's needed for COVID-19 vaccine work. And it's uh, there's a shortage of it, which yeah. isn't great. We're running low on monkeys. Mm. America facing a monkey shortage. Don't tell him. <laughs> oh, boy. To make sure that a vaccine is safe for humans, first they have to make sure that it's safe for monkeys. And scientists in the United States are saying that there just aren't enough monkeys to go around. There's a big shortage across the country of monkeys. Think people are hiding monkeys? COVID-19 has created an extraordinary demand for monkeys. And this is coinciding with a massive drop in supply from China, which is where we get most of our monkeys from. 60% of the 35,000 monkeys that were imported into the United States last year came from China. 
Now that's been turned oh, off. The yeah. old monkey pipeline, the Chinese monkey pipeline has been turned off. That would be a job, wouldn't it? And <laughs> exporting monkeys? Transporting monkeys? That's somebody's job. Oh, man. It's somebody's job. The National Institute of Health and their national primate centers, they're saying they are not going to be able to meet future demand. And they are now discussing, I swear to God, this is a real thing. There are talks of building up a strategic monkey reserve. Do they get their own little uniforms? (laughs) It's monkey force. Monkey force one. (laughs) They need to, it says here, provide surge capability for unpredictable disease outbreaks. Well, we've got a disease outbreak right now, and we're broadcasting in a state that is the hottest of hot zones, and there was never a strategic monkey reserve created. This is something they've talked about for years. They didn't do it, and now we're, we're running low on monkeys. Pressure building. It's not good. It's not good. I wonder uh, if our next guest would volunteer his services. Uh-huh. That's a hard pass, I bet. On the radio, we have our own monkey. How's it going, guys? Mmm. Monkey shortage. Wait, what was that about a, a monkey? What now? The, there's a shortage of monkeys. Says who? Says the government. Too many monkeys, if you ask me. <laughs> too much monkey business, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right, Darren. Too much monkey business. So are they offering, uh, are they hiring? What are you I saying? I don't know that they're... I don't think paying monkeys. I don't think you want this gig. No. Oh, what are the hours? Not that I need the work. I got another one of them stimulus checks sent to me. Is that the seventh one? Eighty-four hundred bucks I've made. <laughs> and my uh, my account says I don't have to worry about paying none of it back. Your accountant? Yeah, my accountant. He's a lemur named Joe. Oh, I know Joe Lemur. Joe Lemur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a, the tax guy. Joe Lemur, CPA. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Certified primate accountant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says right there on his door. If there's an angle, I'll find it. <laughs> that's him. You use him too, huh? Uh, How about you, Lavora? No, I got another guy. Yeah, he plays by the rules. Of course you I got another guy, Tron. All right, stop <laughs> with that. Yeah, that's right. Does Tron do your taxes? Yeah, I Tron does your taxes. <laughs> you put that in the uh, in the arcade machine there, Tron. <laughs> yeah, your your uh, your taxes for the year uh, twenty one forty are due. Yeah, does he give you a return or a high score? What year does Tron take place? I don't. I've never seen Tron. Don't act like you've never seen Tron, Tron lover. You love Tron so much. Why don't you marry Tron? Again, I... Do you have jokes for us? I sure do. Ah, yeah, yeah, the other day my girlfriend gave me 20 bucks, Darren. Yeah? She told me to get something that makes her look sexy. For 20 bucks? Yeah. Something that makes you look sexy. Yeah, my girlfriend gave me 20 bucks. She said... Find me something. She said, get something that makes her look sexy. Yeah? And why wouldn't you buy yourself? I got drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's not attractive. That reminds me of another story. These segues need work. I think they're fine. Oh, here's, a, here's a bonus joke. Uh, 
you what, and, do you, what do you call it? You and Angie Sharp <laughs> take a page. I don't know what that means. Earlier in the show, we covered this. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a callback. What do you call a cow with two legs? Dave's mom. Hey, what? I'm gonna wring your neck. What? Tron. Wait a minute. That's not even a joke. Your face is a joke. This lady goes up to a priest, and uh, she says, "Hey, uh, Father, I got this problem." She says, "I got these two female parrots, and they only know how to say one thing." Mm-hmm. That priest goes, "What? What's the problem?" She says, "Yeah, I got these two lady parrots, these two female parrots, and all they can say is, hi, we're hot. Want to have sex?'" Mm. Priest says, "Well, that's terrible." But as luck would have it, I got a solution to your problem. Hmm. Why don't you bring those two parrots over to my house? I'll put them in with my two male talking parrots. And kind of how I'm a priest, I've taught the male parrots to pray and read the Bible. Uh-huh. I bet my parrots will teach your parrots to stop saying all that terrible filth. And then maybe your female parrots will learn how to pray and worship the good Lord. And anyway, the next day, the lady brings her two female parrots over to the priest's place. And the priest's two parrots are holding rosary beads, and they're praying in the cage. Lady puts her female talking parrots in with the male talking parrots. And sure enough, the female parrots say, hey, we're hot. You want to have sex? And that's when one male parrot looks over the other male parrot and screams, put that Bible away, dummy. I pray this had been answered! <laughs> they were praying for that. And now, finally, a joke I think we all can enjoy. Mm-hmm. One for the from, whole family. This is from my new collection of jokes I call Darren and Rhonda jokes. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't a good idea. No, it's not. The other day, Rhonda yells from upstairs. She yells to Darren, she says, Hey, Darren! Do you ever get a shooting pain across your body? Like someone's got a voodoo doll of you and they're stabbing it? Uh-huh. Darren sounds concerned. He says, no. And then, then Rhonda said, how about now? <laughs> Whammo. Ah. She's got a voodoo doll. Of me. Of Darren. Well, guys, this has been great. Right. And I've been really funny. Maybe we'll... But I gotta go. Yeah. Get those, get that check in the, in the, in the bank. I can't take anymore. Hmm. Almost ten, ten large. I mean, I almost feel bad. I, yeah, next check will make, make a ten G's. I wish I had something to spend the money on. Hmm. I'll figure something out. I'm sure you will. Okay, well, uh, that's it for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Different time, different place. Right. All right. We'll uh, see you see later, you, guys. See you, Tron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh. Uh, beat Bork, uh, nerd. What is, wait, how does that have any talk in Tron land? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Gattaca land. Hey, look at this guy over here. Hey, uh, Spock. How are things with Tron? <laughs> Spock? Don't you love that uh, Star Trek? And you're Tron? Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars that I like. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Star Wars. Like, that's better. 
All right. I got to get out of here before some of this nerd rubs off on me. From the inside. Whammo. That was Spank the Joke Telling Monkey Puppet, a, a puppet who comes Everyone. on the show and insults us. You you mostly. Well, I, me. Insults me. The us I was referring to was me and the audience. Oh. But you two seem to get along for whatever reason. We'll take a break here. Got the same tax guy. A lemur, apparently. Joe Lemur. Five. 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 have a new candidate for worst person in America. Uh, this guy from Arizona is in trouble for faking that he had Lou Gehrig's disease as a way to make money. Faked having ALS so he could get a free motorized wheelchair and get his truck fixed for one last ride. Mm-hmm. Christopher Wade Nelson arrested for pretending to have ALS, that's uh, your Lou Gehrig's disease. And he did this so he could get free gifts and free truck repairs. And as monstrous as that is, this isn't even the first time he's pulled this scam. Arrested after faking having terminal Lou Gehrig's disease to scam sympathetic donors into giving him a free motorized wheelchair, free truck repairs, and a fundraiser for a $9,000 speech device. Boy, that's a lot of effort. Right. Also, what are you going to do with the speech device? You don't have Lou Gehrig's disease. You think he's going to pawn that? What are you doing? Christopher Wade Nelson arrested following a seven-month investigation on multiple felony charges, including fraud, aggravated identity theft, forgery, and witness tampering. When they arrested this guy, he was out on pretrial release for pending charges related to a similar scam he pulled back in 2016, where he faked having pancreatic cancer so he could defraud his high school friends for donations. I got that reunion coming up. In that case, he got $30,000 in donations from high school alumni over a five-year period. He then sent emails saying that he died by suicide. I'm guessing he faked someone else saying that he died by suicide. Not, hey, everybody, I want you to know I died by suicide. That's a dead giveaway, Charles Ramsey. Dead giveaway. Yeah, letting everybody know that after the fact. Arteriolateral sclerosis, or, or Lou Gehrig's disease, is a progressive nervous system disease that affects your nerve cells in your brain and your spinal cord, and it, it causes you to lose muscle control. This guy started the scheme in May of 2018. Engaged in this scheme to delay his pending criminal trial for the pancreatic cancer scheme. They wouldn't throw me in jail if I had Lou Gehrig's disease. Police say he used Instagram to ask the owner of an auto shop to repair his 1951 Chevy truck for free so he could take one last ride Due to his terminal ALS. So is he saying that he's in the early stages of this? Yeah. He also reportedly fabricated, forged with intent to defraud documents from the Mayo Clinic. Faking a terminal illness so he didn't have to go to court for the charges about the last time he faked having an illness. Which you would think Mm -hmm. 
for those involved, that would be a red flag. Well, I mean, right off the bat. I mean, if you do any research, yeah. If he defrauded people that he knew and then decided, I need to maybe make this something where I can defraud people that would, I don't know. Right. You would think people would be going, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. But see, this is where these con men, this is the genius of the grift. You get your truck repaired. You know you're going to find somebody who, out of the goodness of their heart, is going to do the repairs to give you one last ride because that's such a touching story. Uh-huh. Of course, it's all BS. He used social media to get a physical therapist, and he used real ALS patients to conduct a $9,000 fundraiser to get him a speech device. So he used actual people with Lou Gehrig's disease as props so he could get something to help him talk, which he didn't need because he doesn't have it. When he showed up in court back in February, he arrived in a motorized wheelchair, and his attorney informed the court that his client could no longer speak. But police surveillance of his home, that was in February. Police surveillance of his home in July shows this guy walking around the house, washing and driving a car, doing yard work, doing heavy lifting, and at one point he's seen dancing onto the video. How often do you dance around your house? Not much. <laughs> he, uh, they say I that, also don't do a lot of heavy lifting. No, nor should you. Nor should you. He's now in custody on new charges. Your Honor, to prove... Prove that what I'm saying is true. Yeah. I'm going to perform the ice bucket challenge right here. They checked him out in jail, the doctors did, and they confirmed he does not have ALS. Mm. His wife, by the way, also arrested, but she's been released. Robert Ellingson is the owner of an auto shop called Big Happy Rods in Mesa, Arizona. He says he was scammed by this guy and repaired his truck for free. He says here, uh, somebody hit me up claiming to be his daughter, saying he had ALS and didn't have long to live. He was tinkering with an old truck he had forever trying to get it running, but he couldn't. This guy says he often takes on pro bono projects and donates parts and labor. And that's what he did for this Nelson character when he heard about the diagnosis. He says it's just a slap in the face when somebody's lying about it. Unbelievable. One of the parts he says he's got up for sale um, that he, he got a part for to fix this guy's truck. It's a 1951 truck, so I, I have to imagine it's not a, an yeah. easy part to have. And he, he's got this part now that he's not going to use to fix this monster's truck. And he says somebody hit him up and said, well, hey, I'd like to buy that part. Do you offer a disabled veteran's discount? And this guy said, yes, I do, but you're going to have to show me proper credentials because I'm done believing anything. Typically, I wouldn't ask. Right. Right. I mean, if somebody asks for a disabled veteran's discount, you got to feel like a jerk going, I need you to prove that you're a disabled veteran. But that's right. what you have to do because people are monsters. Is it beyond the realm of possibility that someone would fake being a disabled vet? It happens all the time. But to fake having Lou Gehrig's disease Again, to just... get out of the trial for when you faked 
pancreatic cancer. That's just monstrous. And what did he get out of fake? Oh, he got the money. Yeah, got 30 grand. 30 grand. He got 30 grand out of the uh, pancreatic cancer scheme. And then he got caught for that and was on trial. And he, well, I can't go to trial because I have ALS. Also, I need, you know, money for my speech device. So this whole thing just escalated. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem, too. When you. It's one thing to say I have cancer. Right. Now I've got to take it to this level. Well, he needed to come up with something that would make it impossible for him to go to court, right? Yeah. And he'd already, since he was going to court for faking pancreatic cancer, like, you've already used that one. Now you got to kick the lies up a notch. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say for today, the worst person in America is one Christopher Wade Nelson. For today. Just, yeah. There'll, there'll be another one to take his place. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And just like that. It is. That's done. done. The top five things. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan is open each and every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment of Illinois on Twitter and Instagram. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin Boy, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh, Peace out.